Welcome to Thread and Roses, a podcast dedicated to discovering the intersections between fashion, ecology, and consumerism. I'm Erin Schulenberg, your host, a recent textile and fashion design graduate from the University of Wisconsin-Madison. Today, we are going to talk about closed-loop production in the fashion industry. This is one of my favorite topics because there is so much new technology being developed in terms of closed-loop production that it's hard not to find it even a little bit interesting. So first, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about what the definition of a closed-loop system is because in order to understand all the the, uh, innovation and technology that's going on, we have to first kind of have an idea of what a closed-loop process even looks like. So I have two different quotes. They're very similar, but both explain circular systems or closed-loop production charts differently. The first one says, a system that will keep textile resources in use for as long as possible and then recover the materials at the end of life to make new high-value products. And that was by Mark Gunther. This next definition is slightly more involved, but it says, a closed-loop system is a societal system where products and their components are designed, manufactured, used, and handled so as to circulate within society for as long as possible with maximum usability, minimum adverse environmental impacts, minimum waste generation, and with the most efficient use of water, energy, and other resources throughout their life cycles. And that definition was by circular fashion, which, yeah, it's a little bit more involved, but I will say that this definition really discusses kind of the positive effects of a closed loop system and encourages us to think about how this type of system is restorative and regenerative, that we're never really putting brand new products into the cycle, but we're taking things that already exist and basically generating them into quote unquote new products. And there's a difference between kind of like virgin materials or materials that have been manufactured and produced versus products that are like secondhand or repurposed. And I think it's important to understand the contrast between the two and why one would be more positive than the other for the environment and society. So this kind of leads me to my next question, which is how is closed loop production different than just the recycling of fashion and textiles? Um, And this kind of goes a couple different ways. Basically, if you're just recycling textiles, they may not ever be made into quote unquote new textiles or apparel because a lot of the times they're broken down into basically like secondhand products, things like, you know, rags for automobile shops and stuffing for bedding and things like that. So it'll never really be a new item that you'll find in the store made from these recycled materials. This brings me to just the conversation we need to have about the failure of our current system. As many of us know that the fashion industry is not sustainable at all. We are constantly depleting resources and amassing tons and tons of waste, which eventually will just end up in landfills. And that causes a variety of issues for the environment. And the lack of this recycling technology we have 
just means that we're just not able to handle these large amounts of waste and probably dispose or recycle them. I have this quote from Cecilia Brinston, and she says, fashionista or not, clothes are a necessity. However, the fashion requires a large amount of natural resources, loss of which can be reduced, substituted, or eliminated. So basically she's opening up the conversation for closed loop processes because yes, fashion does require a large amount of resources, but if we're able to work within a closed loop system and take everything that already exists in the world and just generate second hand goods out of these existing products that are maybe no longer able to be sold in their current form, but could be regenerated through the system into a new product to be sold, that saves a lot of resources. Now, I do realize that even the process of taking these already used materials and working them into something else creates, you know, still more energy usage. But on the in the grand scheme of things, not having to make brand new materials is, is still going to be better for the environment is, and it's going to have a, a more positive impact on moving forward than if we just continue to, you know, create and create more and more and consume more and more. That being said, I can't not acknowledge the current challenges that the closed loop production system faces just because we want to talk about all the benefits. As I mentioned before, it's still going to take energy consumption and probably harmful environmental impacts to regenerate these items into new materials. But like I said, I think the positives of this new system outweigh the negatives. But I still want to talk about some of the additional challenges that this industry is facing in terms of moving forward. So currently, a lot of the processes evolved in recycling and separating uh, fabrics and fibers just were not there. Technology-wise, a lot of companies are unable to separate dyes and contaminants from original fibers. And a huge thing is that for a long time, we have been unable to separate blended fibers, which means anything that isn't 100%, you know, cotton or poly, we can't separate those. So if you have something that's, let's say, 75% cotton, 25% polyester, for the longest time, we have not been able to separate those in the recycling process, which means that it's basically unusable for a variety of reasons. And without new technology to improve this, that's tons and tons of material that will not be able to be recycled properly and put into this, this closed loop system. But the good news is that a lot of companies are finding innovative ways to do this. And I'm going to tell you guys in a little bit about some of the startups working on fixing these problems. There are a few companies and startups I want to highlight that are working to innovate this technology. They are basically working in collaboration to create these new technologies and processes for quote unquote, closing the loop. Uh, some of the people and companies I'm going to talk about today include Eileen Fisher, H&M and Patagonia. So first I want to start with this collaboration between H&M, Keering and Warren again from the UK. So basically, this collaboration started from H&M's Garment Collecting Initiative, which is their 
you guys have probably heard at least a little bit about it. It's their recycling program, if we're going to just put it in basic terms. Basically, you can bring clothes back to them and they will recycle it for you, which is great. Like, I think this is a great initiative, um, aside from all the challenges that (laughs) H&M has in general with uh, their business practices. But creating a closed loop will mean immediate access to environmentally conscious raw materials for new garments, which is something they wanted to focus on. This program that H&M started has amassed over 19,000 tons of, of fabric and textiles, but this is really only a small amount of the garments that H&M produces and sells. So while this sounds like a crap ton of stuff, we have to keep in mind how large H&M is. They are a global brand, one of the biggest global brands. So to think about just how much material and and stuff they amass is, is just incredible. Um, so basically, the, this project that they're all working on calls for closed-loop technology to really be effective if they're going to try to recycle this much material. So they are working hard to really address the issues of fiber separation by developing a textile-to-textile chemical recycling technology that can separate and extract polyester and cotton from old textiles. So this is uh, kind of relating back to what I was talking about earlier about, you know, not being able to separate different fibers that are blended together. So the goal for this H&M curing worn again collaboration is really to spin those reclaimed raw materials into fabric for new clothes, which effectively creates this circular resource model for textiles and or a closed loop production system. So they are working as well on a textile sorting project that would allow for automated automated fiber sorting and enable low-grade textiles to be used as quality feedstock for high-value mechanical and chemical recycling processes, which is really important to note that you're taking textiles that may not be usable in their current state and actually extracting from those and being able to use those fibers that was extracted to create high value products again, which that that's super awesome. If you think about that for a minute, something that's unusable and being finally, you know, kind of recreated into something that is usable and is sellable and is, you know, saleable. So really good stuff that they're working on there. Um, one of the startups I wanted to talk to you guys about is called Renew. And RenewCell is working on a process that can recycle cotton and other cellulosic textiles into a dissolving pulp that can then be turned into new fibers such as viscose or lyocell. So basically what they're doing is they're taking uh, natural fibers, you know, cotton, linen, flax, whatever you want to insert natural textile there, um, and and they're breaking it down until they can basically manufacture it back into a synthetic fiber like viscose or lyocell because those, so that's going from natural to synthetic, which is really, really interesting because you're, you're basically turning in this one fiber into something else. I I find that absolutely incredible. And this, this is really awesome because when cotton is left in landfills, it actually releases a greenhouse gas when it decomposes and that's super bad for the environment. So 
This actually generates just a better life for cotton and keeps it out of these landfills if we're able to recycle it into these new fibers, which is, uh, it just makes me so excited. Um, They've ran tests and it shows that these fibers can actually compete with virgin fibers or like new materials that have been created on most parameters, which is incredible because a lot of the times you run into the issue where if you're recycling fibers, they're usually not as strong the staple like length or the, like the, the length of the fiber, which kind of, um, helps with its testing abilities is usually shorter, uh, for recycled fibers, just because it's not brand new, you know, it's been, it's been worn down, it's been processed, but for these recycled fibers to be able to compete with new materials, that, that means we're doing something right. So that's really exciting to, to hear things like that. A couple other startups I just wanted to briefly mention. Um, one is called Envernew. Another one is called Ambercycle. And lastly, Dutch Awareness. Um, a lot of these companies are actually coming from Europe. I feel like they're a lot more ahead than we are in some ways in terms of like developing uh, sustainable technology, closed loop processes, um, and just kind of pushing the fashion industry towards like a better future in general. So Way to go, UK and Europe. Woohoo. All right. So, you know, all of these startups are really working to develop chemical processes to also take cotton and poly or blended apparel and transform them into new fibers. So, not only do we have like one company working on this, like we have several startups like working to solve this issue, which is awesome because, in my opinion, when you have more than one you know, startup or group working on something like this, it hopefully will push people to collaborate and work together to really find the right technology for this and make it work. And I'm really glad that these, these companies are actually addressing the issue of blended fibers because there's hardly anything is actually, you know, 100% what it says it is on the label. So to be able to find the technology to affect for, Blended fibers is a really important thing to do. And I do want to talk about why we should all care about this stuff because I think sometimes it's easy to to hear this and be like, ah, oh, like that doesn't affect me personally. Like why why would I think about closed loop production? Like what 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 why do we why does it matter? Um and it it does matter because we all have to wear clothes and we all buy things. In 2013, I found a stat that said consumers purchased roughly 63.7 garments that year. And that was according to the American Apparel and Footwear Association. 63.7. Oh my God. You guys realize that's like, that's like five garments a month. Like, I guess when you break it out, it doesn't sound that wild, but like, 63? Huh. Like we need, we need to buy less things and we need to buy things that are going to last. Like if one individual person is buying 63 items of clothing a year, think about what that amasses to in your lifetime. Ugh, just like freaks me out to be honest with you. And I also found another stat that says they, that we as consumers throw away roughly 70 pounds a year. So 
again, I want you to imagine for me 70 pounds every year of your life going into a landfill. And that's just you individually. So if you don't think that you matter in the grand scheme of things, maybe that'll change your mind because I'm a visual person and sitting here right now thinking about 70 pounds piling up every year of my life. Like I'm going to be 23. That's 23 times 70 pounds. Disgusting. Makes me sad. Anyways, moving on. Uh, In places where environmental regulation is like more lax, chemicals are continually discharged into rivers and streams without treatment, which is another thing that we should think about. Like this is in countries like India, China, Cambodia, Bangladesh, where I feel like laws are just like, you know, not as established and these things just aren't, they're kind of overlooked and not addressed. And we should want to change that. Like we should want to make people's lives better in these places. So like if if we as consumers are like, hey, we're not cool with this, we're going to bug you about it. Companies might be more willing to do something about it because they don't want to affect their image or their their branding, right? So like if all of a sudden, instead of seeing H&M and how cool they are, we start like thinking about them like destroying people's lives and like killing people because the water is toxic, they might start to care about that, which, which is a good thing. So those were some of the startups that I wanted to talk to you guys about. And then lastly, I just wanted to discuss two companies, Eileen Fisher and Patagonia that are really doing things differently in the industry and really making a positive impact on just sustainability and environmental justice and moving forward with this closed loop process. So first company I'll talk about is Eileen Fisher, and I want to specifically talk about her Remade in America project. So this was actually students from Parsons that worked on a social innovators project, and they basically designed a 500-piece limited edition collection where they used almost no new raw materials, um, and even like their tags, their hang tags were repurposed from old garments. And they basically took three approaches to recycling or upcycling during this project because they they looked for garments like at Eileen Fisher that turned up with consistent damages because they they really wanted to make this process commercially scalable. And they said that their goal was to find techniques that minimize waste and preserve the inherent value of Eileen Fisher's materials. I believe two of the things they did were either like reconstruct and sew things in a different way, or they also even um, dyed some of the, oh, like over dyed some of the products like silk to just give it a new look and a fresh update. There's a quote from Eileen Fisher that I wanted to tell you guys. She says, my vision is for a closed loop company that designs into sustainability from the very beginning all the way through to our recycling program and now our upcycling program. So I I love this because she's basically getting at using the closed loop process as just what it is and designing into this really, like making it part of the design process, which ideally I think that's where all companies would want to get to where from beginning to end, they're thinking about how things can be reused and reduced and put back into this program so you can utilize something more than once which is beautiful. The next company I want to talk about, and it'll be our last big discussion for today, is Patagonia. 
And I specifically want to talk about their re-collection, which was 10 styles, men's and women's. And each piece was 100% reused down wool and polyester. And I also found out that even the label zippers and buttons contained between 50 and 80% reclaimed material as well, which is incredible. They worked with small mills to produce this collection and knowing that they would need to like recycle all of these products eventually, they made sure that the label contained all the garment details so that it would be easily sortable when it did need to be ultimately recycled. And like other companies, they do have a recycling program as well. It's called the Common Threads Recycling Program. And they are able to recycle your old Patagonia items and possibly other items as well. So that's really helpful to know if you're like, oh, I have these clothes that I want to recycle, but I don't know where to take them. You should really probably just check into some of the places you shop and see if they have a recycling program because a lot of companies are jumping onto this trend, which is a good thing. If you guys are interested in learning more about just closed loop production or processes, honestly, I would, Patagonia and Eileen Fisher are incredible resources. If you go to their websites, oh my God, the sheer amount of knowledge that you can just learn from reading their blogs and kind of informational pages is so helpful. So I would, I would absolutely recommend doing that. I hope you guys learned something new today about closed loop production or like some of the companies that are working to benefit the industry. This is something that I am really passionate about because I think it's just such a positive step forward for this industry in terms of, you know, reducing our waste and just being more conscious about how our supply chain and basically production system look like how it works and what it looks like, because it's easy to think about what we purchase, but to adjust and improve the system that makes and manufactures all of these things. That's a, that's a really big step. So I want to end this episode with the fiber word of the week, because that is our new, that is our official tradition. Oh, did I find a good fiber word of the week this time? It is whipped cream, which is a type of crepe fabric produced from false twist textured polyester yarn. Hmm. Interesting. That wraps up our closed loop production in the fashion industry episode. Thanks so much for listening. And don't forget, you're listening to Thread and Roses. I'm Erin Schoenberg, your host. Stay tuned. This podcast was produced by Erin Schoenberg and Ethan McLeod. Intro and outro music by Kofi.